Thank you all for joining. My name is Gary, Gary Salazar. I'm the Director for Continuing Education and Workforce Training. We pronounce that CEWT or SWEET. Here at Idaho State University, we're part of the College of Technology. Uh, we provide the non-credit uh, classes to our community, some workforce training, apprenticeship training, and of the like. Uh, joining us today as part of our outreach efforts uh, will be a real treat for us. We're having some international students who are going to school here at Idaho State University. And uh, they are Dara Ofokaja and Jennifer Ibiabuchi. And uh, they're chuckling because I'm, I'm nowhere close. I'm going to call them Dara and Jennifer. Okay, and so we'll be talking to them uh, a little bit about uh, their lives here as international students. And uh, hopefully we'll all gain some insights from that. Our format, uh, as usual, is conversational. We'll focus on, on our guests and see where the conversation takes us. However, at the end of 20 minutes, and that began the moment we said uh, welcome, we're gonna call a quiz and we'll wrap it all up at that point, no matter where we are. So thank you all for joining us. Dara, Dara and Jennifer, thank, thank you, you both for coming and being part of this sweet Thanks podcast. For having us. Yeah, this is great. This, you are our first international student, so I'm really looking forward to, uh, to nice hearing to about, about life as an international student. Maybe we can begin uh, by having you each say a little bit about, about yourselves, a little bit about, uh, you both came from Nigeria, mm -hmm. you had not the same villages, but a little bit about how you came here to Idaho State University, and we'll go from there. So why don't we start with Jennifer? Hey, so, well, my name is Jennifer. <laughs> um, I'm Nigerian. I came to ISU in 2016, January. Um, it's been, it's been good. I actually am an econ student and I'm a senior, so... Fingers crossed I'm graduating next year, <laughs> but it's been good so far. People here are nice, so. All right, well, thank you very much. All right, Dana, over to you, and, and you came here when? I came in 2016, but the fall, though, and I'm a music major. Um, I'm going to be a junior this fall, so two more years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was former Miss Africa, Idaho, 2017. I used to be an FYT mentor here. Um, ISU, and I'm going to be an ambassador this year, so I'm excited for. Oh my! Yeah, a lot. <laughs> that is great. That is awesome. And, and I'll, I have a couple of questions I wanted to ask you, but you prompted one right away. I mean, what do you mean when you say you're going to be an ambassador? What is that? Um, so the ISU ambassadorship program is kind of like um, representation for ISU. So we have student ambassadors that like. Um, go to high schools and outreach and just tell people about ISU. We give tours. Mm -hmm. We basically sell ISU and like make sure that people get to see the good about ISU, get to see what ISU has to offer because ISU offers a lot and a lot of people don't know all the resources that are out there, mm -hmm. you know, and support and there is a lot. So that's basically what we do. That's awesome. So is that part of the International Students Office? No. What is it part of? It's the Ambassadorship Office. Uh, that yeah. is part, of the regular part of ISU. So yes. you, you go in into, into the uh, community talking to high school students. I recall when I got here mm -hmm. uh, and I was looking for this job that I had a student who was taking me around and showing me different offices and places too. I'm assuming that would be something very something, similar. Yeah, something. 
Okay. Yeah, and I so, think it's a general part of ISU because even like non-international yeah. students are also ambassadors as well. I think they've had the program for like a very long time now, and it's something that's grown over the years. So it's fun to be joining the team. I'm really excited. That is excellent. So music major and an economics major, mm -hmm. and junior and going into senior mm -hmm. graduating. How's that looking for the two of you? I mean, are you are you still excited about that? Was that your first major when you came here? You wanted to get into music, same for yeah. economics. Yeah. All right. So you're both excited about that field. Yeah. And then once graduation happens for both of you, you know, what's the direction that life's going to go for you then? What are you seeing? Well, for me, I've always wanted to do a PhD because I want to teach at some point. So um, this is not. Um, this is new, but I've had like an interest in political science the past few semesters. So I'm going for a minor there. So I'm applying to like, you know, combine PhD degrees so I can get like a PhD and a JD at the same time. But then, so it's so always good to keep your options open. So I'm also going to apply to like MBA programs, masters in econ programs, and just, you know, keep my options open. <laughs> Very good, Jennifer. Yeah. Dara, what about you? What are you saying? Um, I plan on going to grad school after this, and my plans for the future are to compose and perform and travel. So. Oh my goodness. The sunlight, <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> are you Are you going to be a rock musician? Um, no. So I'm very into jazz, and I'm doing classical here. So it's been like a merging of both worlds. Oh, I love jazz. Very interesting. Okay, so who's your favorite? Do you have a couple of favorite uh, players out there doing jazz right now? I love his right now. Right now, yes. Um, hmm. I talk about Maro. She's like a new upcoming musician. She graduated from Berkeley. She kind of does like a fusion. She's Portuguese, so she like fuses like jazz music with her own like natural music and uh -huh. like cultural music. And so is, she, is, is this singing? Is that yes, what we're talking singing, about? Yeah, in the vocal. Oh my gosh, vocals. That is great. Don't ask me to sing today though. I have a oh. sore throat. And that will not be fair. It will not it will not be a good representation of the music for <laughs> not today. There we go. We got it now. We have her on tape. No. <laughs> That is awesome. We're, yeah. we're going to have a musician, well, maybe a couple of musicians later on. So you'll be our first up and coming musician and, and, and that'll help set that stage as well. Is there a, are you aware, is there any kind of a, a jazz culture here within our region? Um, so in, in my department, we do have a jazz um, studies, but we don't have like a major in jazz. And what we've been doing basically is um, faculty and a couple of students is trying to build that culture. So right now, like um, I'm part of a band that like plays in a couple of places. We play for ISU functions, mm -hmm. and we just like get people hyped up about jazz. That's basically what yeah. That's basically what we've been doing. I'm also part of a club that's the ISU Jazz Jam, and on campus once in a while, like we hold like little gigs and like play standards oh, and invite man, people so over, cool. you know. So, yeah. That's so cool. I used to be in, live in Hawaii. Oh. And I remember one night uh, I, I left and I went to a party of a friend. And I was out in town and the party uh, was really good, but it, it, uh, it died. And so I went downtown to a place called, a little restaurant called Moose McGillicuddy's. 
that one closed and I was still uh, ready to go. And across the street, there's this weird looking place <laughs> and these strange sounds were coming out of it. And I walked across and there were people coming in all hours of the morning. They just come on in, they bring in an instrument, they sit down and they just start joining whoever's playing up there. Pick up jazz. It was it was incredibly nice. Cool. What a cool thing. Pick yeah. up jazz. Yes. Oh, I've heard of that. I follow them on Instagram. Oh. I stalk their page. Stalking their page. We're yeah. actually kind of doing something. Well, not that similar, but um, so the department is like hosting. It's like ISU Jazz Jam at the Yellowstone Restaurant. And we do that like pretty much every Thursday. So we have like a bunch of students go up there and play a set. And after like a cup, after like an hour, we open up the set to like whoever has an instrument or whoever wants to come up and like mm -hmm. improvise or join mm -hmm. the band, you know. So that's part of what we're trying to push to. That's that's very, very nice. And that's good for the downtown area. We had on a guest here at our previous podcast. Um, who was talking about how we can revitalize the downtown area. And Yellowstone was uh, was another podcast we had. Yeah. Uh, so your joining that really represents ISU very, very well. So yeah. thanks. I'm going to come on up there and watch that one night. <laughs> That's yeah. great. All right. So what kind of jazz sessions does the uh, economics department hold? <laughs> <laughs> Non-micro theory jazz sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Micro theory jazz sessions. Now you want to go ahead and teach is what you said. Yes. So eventually you want to get your degree and you want to get into teaching position. Yes. Now, Jennifer, can I ask, is that what you want to do and stay here in the United States or you think about taking that back to Nigeria? Well, for now, the closest to my future is just going to school and getting the degree. Mm -hmm. But after that, it's like in Africa, we have an issue where, you know, there's not enough people that are educated in these things so like i would like to actually make a difference you know go back because i've come here i've gotten a good education because i see like it's really good value for your money you know and you get to be as good as the rest of the people out there so at some point yes i want to go back you know try to get our financial system straight as much as i can so that's on the list that that's a great ambition. Yeah. So good luck on that. Thank you. you know, you've, got, you've got a good progression going ahead of you, uh, and and anytime you can bring something back to a hometown, that always seems to be a wonderful thing yeah. to be able to do. Yeah. Music, you know, a business uh, orientation, helping out the community, that's terrific. Vera, are you thinking about uh, heading back to Nigeria at some point? Yeah, one of my plans in the future is to open up um, a music school oh. and kind of try to give back all that I've gotten. I've been fortunate to get here and push the music culture back home and um, people's mindsets on like music degrees and everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, because um, when I saw her and she said, I'm Nigerian and I'm studying music, I was so surprised. Yeah, because you don't have a lot of, yeah, you don't have a lot of, there's I not a lot of Nigerians mm -hmm. or Africans that actually go to school to chase something they're passionate about like she's doing. So if it's music or the art, so it's good that she's, you know, going for it to try to encourage young people to, you know, if you're passionate about music, you know, go chase it. If you're passionate about mm -hmm. arts, go chase it. That's great. That's a that's a great sentiment for anybody who's got a uh, a dream. If there's something you want to go do, you know, go learn it as much as you can. Go experience it, and then go try it. Uh, here, here's a living example of, of two young ladies who are, you know, chasing uh, an idea. 
and they're, go they're going to be very, very successful in that. It's obvious in both of you. Um, let's talk a little bit about what you've learned, though, coming across uh, from a culture that's quite different from the United States. You know, you've probably had to learn some new things, grow into some new things, and make some adaptations. Can you tell us uh, what things have been um, challenging and what things have been really, really cool for you to discover? When you came across, Jennifer, what has been challenging for you? Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of things, but like the things that are in my mind right now is, for instance, back home, people are not as filtered with when they say things like here i maybe it's the political climate i don't know but here you have to be careful you know you just don't make jokes without thinking you have to you know screen it through so you make sure you're not offending anybody and back home is like well you say whatever you want i guess and then another thing is there's this thing we do back home if you hit someone you push someone by mistake you say Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, if something bad happens yes. to someone, you say, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here, it's like people talk, oh, no, it's not your fault. You know, don't apologize and things. So I've learned to say sorry a lot less <laughs> than, <laughs> than I used to when I was back home. That was one thing. Like, I, I used to say sorry a lot. I still do, but I'm tapering it little by little because everybody says, it's not your fault. You know, don't apologize. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually... I actually had a situation so I had the same experience like back home if something like if someone sneezes or someone like something bad happens to someone you empathize so you're like oh I'm so sorry even if it's not your fault and then I was at work one day well I don't think I was at work I was I don't know where I was I was somewhere one day and then I think someone made a mistake and I was like oh I'm so sorry and she was like oh no that's fine and then something else happened and I was like oh I'm so sorry and she was like it's not your fault and then something else happened again, and I said sorry, and she was like, stop saying sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at you, like, I empathize, I'm, I, I, you know? Yeah, so that was, that's something I've also experienced. Yeah. Like, that's it's interesting. Very interesting. I've never thought about it that way, but but we we do. I mean, that's a, that's a good representation. I see that as well. Yeah. Uh, so overcoming uh, or learning new cultural uh, differences, one, one thing that happened when I went to Korea, mm -hmm. uh, I was sitting uh, on the subway. And while I'm on the subway, there were some, uh, some local folks uh, who come on, others get off. And, and I remember this, uh, this young man comes and sits on, on one side, and this, this older young lady, older lady, sits uh, on my other side. And the train's moving along, and, and pretty soon I, hear, I feel this clunk, and they, one, one of them fell asleep, and they're laying on my shoulder. <laughs> And then clunk, the other one's laying on my shoulder, and I'm looking at both of them like this. It was very unusual. It's not something we see or experience here. They have a different feeling of uh, personal space, you know. And, but yeah. once once you look around, you see, hey, they're all doing it, you know. Yeah. That's that's part of the culture too. So you learn those things. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Has been anything that has upset you? I mean, something you go, well, I I did not expect this. This is something that's tough for me. Has it has been anything like that? Um, I would say it's just, you know, knowing, like, knowledge. People, when I came here, I thought people would be a lot more knowledgeable. And this is not to bash anybody in any way, but I feel like, so there's some questions people ask you, you know, 
did you give yourself that name if it's an English name or oh where did you learn how to speak English and oftentimes these are people that have known you for quite some time so like I would like people to maybe you know just go and google and you know how do Nigerians know how to speak English <laughs> you know something as simple as that like I'm sure there are blog posts because I'm pretty sure lots of international students um face these questions and at first it's okay, but you know, if you think somebody, you know, would take out a minute to just check. But generally people have been really nice. I guess maybe it's a small town ch ch charm or something, because I've heard horror stories, but in Pocatello, people are really nice. <laughs> you know, people say hi to you even though they don't know you, like if you're walking on the road. Like, I think that's a really good way to be welcoming to people. So. That is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Okay. Dara, what about you? Has anything stood out in your mind? Maybe uh, something you go, hey, I wish we wouldn't do that, or how could we change that? Anything like that? Definitely the English thing. Definitely the English. <laughs> like, You've experienced oh, that too. Yeah, like all the time. Oh, mm -hmm. you speak really good English. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. And I'm like, I'm like, thank you. So, like, Usually I don't say anything. Sometimes if I want to, like if I have the time, I'm like, oh yeah, we actually do speak English back home. Like it's our first language and everything. But we have like our tribal languages. So like that for me, I don't see it as a bad thing. I see it as an educational opportunity. Yeah. Sure. So I just like tell you, oh yeah, we actually like, it's a British colony. So we speak English. And, mm -hmm. But it's never, it's not like something that I'm like, oh. No, it's a never get to that. <laughs> You know what you're bringing up is 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 very apparent to to many people uh, from different uh, communities and cultures. I recall seeing that as well. Uh, I've done a lot of traveling. I grew up overseas. Uh, what you're saying is common, it, and I like how you've taken it. It's an opportunity mm -hmm. to explain something to people. Yeah. And and, and literally, we, we do have a level of ignorance because we we are focused on things that are more important to us in many different ways. Just like if, if we were to go to another country, they would have things that they're focused on as well. Exactly. So it's yeah. an educational opportunity for all of us yeah. when we run into these things. Yeah. Very nicely done. I want to ask you a really important question here. Social media. Are you on social media? <laughs> yes. Are, are you, do you do a lot of social media? No, I'm not really active. Are you in class uh, on social media? <laughs> while no, we're I wish. For my age, I wish I was. But no, no. I have accounts. I just post once a year so once a year you yeah post. on my birthday you know thank you for wishing me good <laughs> i'm sorry no i just don't really enjoy social media as other people do i think it's a really good outlet to share ideas and all but i'm just not wired to to go that way yeah as much. okay dara you're a little bit younger uh, what do you think is social media um, a big part of the music scene it is a big part of the music scene and I try to push myself to like get out there. I'm not someone who posts a lot either, mm -hmm. but like once in a while, like if I have a gig, I'm trying to stay active because in the next few years, like you're going to need social media to do anything. Yeah. And that's where like life is going towards. So everybody has to adapt or fall out, you know, yeah, in, 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 in some way, <laughs> in some way. Everybody has to like, because before the internet wasn't there. And if yeah. your business wasn't on the internet, you didn't care. But now, if you don't have the internet, it's like, so right. that's where everything is like moving towards. So I yeah. am trying to be somewhat active, but it's not something that I do a lot. That is very, very cool. 
If somebody wanted to reach out to either one of you mm-hmm. and talk to you about, hey, I'm I'm interested in coming. Um, I mean, this is a podcast that mm-hmm. will get shared. It, it, the mm-hmm. opportunity is to go anywhere with that. But if somebody saw that and they wanted to reach out and talk to you personally, say, hey, I saw your podcast. Are you okay with that? If if somebody wanted to contact you, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. How could they contact you? Just ISU International students or what? Yes. So um, I have a Facebook account, so I will read messages. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! That's our timer. So why don't you finish that real quickly? Okay. So my name is just Jennifer Ibiabuchi, and I'm on Facebook, so you can just message me. And then we also have a really active um, African Students Association on campus. And we have African Nights, we have um, Hakuna Matata. We usually have events like every semester, so that's a good way too. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. Are you okay thank with that? Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, our time is up. Uh, and thank you for Jennifer and Derek for both joining us here thank on you. the Sweet Podcast. Thanks for this has us. been truly enlightening. Uh, if anybody out there has, uh, has any questions, you learned how to get a hold of them. I hope you've gained some insights into. Uh, being an international student, economics, music scene, everybody get out to the Yellowstone on Thursday nights and check that out. That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay, you can find us online at cetrain.isu.edu. I hope you'll uh, take a look, look at some of our blogs and uh, newsletters. Join us, and if you have any comments, please let us know. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on Sweet. <laughs>